This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Vile Dawn podcast for Thursday, May 28th. S&P futures are trading flat to up small this morning. I'm uh, not doing a whole lot. Europe, though, is extending its gains. Europe is up about 60 to 100 basis points. Asia was a little bit more mixed overnight. Japan saw very strong gains, but Hong Kong and mainland China both suffered mild losses, um, ostensibly given the rising tensions around Hong Kong. Um, so a few things to talk about this morning. Really, no major macro news. You know, the, the U.S.-China-Hong Kong headlines are probably the biggest macro development. A lot of this a lot of the important news was out yesterday during the U.S. session. So uh, the State Department came out yesterday and declared that it no longer considers Hong Kong to be autonomous from China. That opens the door possibly to a variety of different White House retaliatory measures. Unclear if um, what those would be specifically and when they would be announced. Um, you know, one easy option would be to just normalize the tariff treatment um, between Hong Kong and China. Right now, Hong Kong receives preferential tariff rates and a few other preferential um, uh, parts of the economic relationship. So those could be normalized with the current policies applied to China. That's one policy step a, a variety of different media outlets are talking about. Um, again, unclear if and when that would actually be enacted. But, um, you know, clearly tensions are, are, are escalating between the U.S. and China over a variety of different fronts, Hong Kong being just the latest one. Um, but obviously, in the U.S., at least, markets do not seem to mind. So, as far as new major macro news is concerned, that's really it. But like I said, you know, a lot of the major headlines were out during the session yesterday, and uh, U.S. stocks are not paying much attention to it. Um, in Europe today, again, no major news, although you are seeing a little bit of a uh, reversal in the recent trend. So you are seeing some profit taking in cyclical stocks in Europe today. Autos are down, banks are down, um, and then a little bit of a rebound in some of the growth stocks. Healthcare and tech are both outperforming in Europe. I would just say on this rotation, you know. The, the big um, outperformance in cyclical value stocks has obviously been the biggest theme in the market. I hesitate to call it a rotation, though, because you are not seeing aggressive selling in the big prominent growth momentum stocks. They are mildly underperforming. You're seeing, you're seeing some trimming occurring. Um, but for the most part, this seems to be just a tactical shift. And we've seen these periodically over the last several months where you have a couple of days of violent gains in cyclical value, and then it kind of peters out. Um, and so until you start to see actual real selling in the Microsoft's, Amazon's, Google's, Facebook's of the world, um, you know, this doesn't seem to be kind of a genuine rotation. It's more just kind of, like I said, a tactical shift. Um, there's still a ton of demand, enthusiasm uh, around, around those big prominent growth momentum stocks. Certainly some of the more ancillary ones that have been, you know, perhaps bid up to astronomical levels, those names are more vulnerable. But your core growth momentum stocks, there does not seem to be at all. Um, you know, a movement away from those names. Um, so that's kind of it in terms, like I said, of major news. There's no major equidata out, uh, no real big central bank headlines to talk about. There was a lot of micro headlines. They had a lot of news out of uh, on the earnings front from the U.S. last night. Um, you know, I would say your kind of growthier types of names like a Workday 
reported reported healthy earnings, and then some of your more cyclical value stocks like HP and NTAP were underwhelming. Um, Cineworld in in the in Europe is spiking about over twenty percent. So Cineworld is a big movie theater company, has a lot of exposure in the U.S. Um, received a debt waiver, and then talked about reopening all their theaters in July. Um, so just continuing with that theme, although you are seeing, like I said, profit taking some of your um, other kind of travel leisure names that have been huge outperformers earlier in the week. Toll Brothers also was out in the U.S. last night. Um, you know, I think just some of their qualitative comments that they made about how deposits, which are a good leading indicator of future um, sales demand, deposits are rising over the last couple of weeks. So, again, just kind of talking up this theme of seeing a rebound in the economy um, going forward. In terms of the broader tape, you know, my views are, again, still the same. I know, obviously, um, you know, the market is 200 plus points above the level that I've been talking about, that 2800 level as being fair value. But I still, you know, I still um, think that is the case. So you obviously have the same themes and trends um, in, in, in place. So reopening, you know, reopening again, everyone is reopening around the world, all governments, and then all companies as well. So you have yesterday, you had a lot more prominent reopening announcements. Disney is going to reopen their Florida parks in July. Um, you have and you have the casinos in Las Vegas are opening on June uh, next week. You have a bunch of reopenings that are occurring starting in June, a lot of prominent companies. Um, you know, positive linearity, again, is a big theme as well. So we're in a very busy week of sell-side conferences. You have a lot of companies and management teams making comments um, a lot of the themes are consistent with what they with what they said back on their recent earnings calls. Generally, that you saw a sharp, abrupt decline in economic momentum in March. That continued into early April. Things have troughed, and now you're seeing a rebound. Um, you know that was again echoed by many companies over uh, the last 48 hours at these conferences, and you have more today. And then obviously, stimulus is a huge tailwind as well. Um, although, again, I think some of the stimulus announcements are being um, you know, people are not appreciating the nuances of them, especially in Europe and some of the reporting that's occurring. The European stimulus quote unquote announcement was not nearly as large as some of the headlines are concerned. There is an EU budget number in there that should not be counted as stimulus. Um, and again, this stuff has already been talked about. It was unveiled last week, this Macron Merkel announcement, and it still needs to be approved unanimously by all the various different European governments. Um, you know, so again, I think I think the markets are recycling a lot of news. I don't think they're appreciating some of the nuances, especially around reopening. Um, you know, again, normalization of the economic activity is really what's going to drive earnings, not just reopening. Um, and then again, I think you still have you know you're talking about a market that is pricing in a fully recovered, fully normalized economy and earnings stream, and you're placing an enormously uh, you know a very elevated multiple on that, close to 19 times. So I just I struggle to see where the upside comes from. Um, unless you think that the 2021 um, EPS number can be even higher than 2019, which I think is unlikely. And then if you want to argue for, again, a very high, a higher multiple, um, you know, above materially above 18 times, which again, I struggle with as well. Um, so that is kind of it. And then, and then again, given all that, you still have kind of these risks on the horizon, namely US, China. Um, you know, I think the, I think some of the fiscal cliffs also that are coming up are going to be very important too. Um, you know, the, the fiscal stimulus, um, you know, perhaps I did not appreciate in terms of the, um, you know, the amount of uh, benefit it would give to the economy back in April and then continuing into May. Um, but a lot of that stuff is going to be running off depending on how this fifth stimulus bill unfolds in Washington. Um, and then you obviously have the election approaching too, which, you know, I, I don't think many people are paying attention to it at this point in time. There's obviously several months to go, but the polling numbers definitely are in Biden's favor. 
um, much more so than they were in Clinton's favor in 2016. So Biden is doing a lot better than Clinton was at this point four years ago. Um, so that's also going to be you know lurking out there on the horizon too. Um, for the calendar today, it's going to be um, you know there's a lot of U.S. equity data, although I don't think I don't think it's going to be terribly important other than the weekly claims number. Um, you have a bunch of earnings reports, Dollar General and Dollar Tree this morning, and then you have a lot after the close, including Salesforce, Dell, Nordstrom's, Marvell, VMware, Williams Sonoma, and more. There is going to be this social media executive order that Trump is supposed to be signing, according to a variety of media reports. It would uh, sensibly remove some of the liability protections that are now afforded to social media companies with regards to free speech. Obviously, this is in response to Twitter fact-checking um, one of Trump's tweets earlier in the week. Um, you know, it's probably going to be challenged by a, a variety of different lawsuits. So it's unclear when it goes into effect. Um, you know, the social media internet stocks came for sale yesterday, but that was pro- that was really just a function of kind of the cyclical growth dynamic. Um, there doesn't seem to be a lot of genuine anxiety around um, White House-driven regulation, although you still do have this big DOJ lawsuit, antitrust lawsuit that apparently is going to be filed against Google, um, you know, according to reports out in the last several weeks. And that could hit, you know, as soon as June, according to those reports. So I think that's going to be a bigger threat than, um, you know, the Trump noise today around social media. So that is everything for today. Uh, Thank you for listening.